Hi everyone. Why do we count the Omer? 49 days from Pesach, the day after Pesach, the second night of Pesach, till Shavuos, we count the days of the Omer, counting down to receiving the Torah. But if you look at it, not only every day are we counting the days and the weeks, we are also working on character development. The truth is that 3,335 years ago, when Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, we were not worthy of leaving Mitzrayim. And therefore, we were a slave people with a slave mentality. And what did Hashem say? I'm going to take a chance on this people. And I'm going to make sure that in 49 days, they'll be ready to be conduits, to be ambassadors of light in this world and be ready to receive the Torah. So in those 49 days, we worked on ourselves. And so too today, every year when the Omer comes, we start working on certain characteristics of ourselves. On the first week, we focus on the concept of chesed. Do we love ourselves? Do we love others? Do we have the capacity to love? The second week, we focus on gavora. Do we have discipline in our lives? Do we have healthy boundaries? The third week, we focus on teferet. Do we have good balance in our lives? Are we empathetic? The fourth week, we focus on netzah. Are we victorious? Are we able to overcome? Are we, able, are we resilient? Are we able to overcome the difficult adversities in our lives? The fifth week, we focus on hod. Hod is gratitude. Are we grateful? Like modet, do we have gratitude for the things in our lives that, for the beautiful things in our lives and the people in our lives? Are we vulnerable? Are we able to reach out and be like, there are people that care about me. Am I able to reach out and be grateful for that? The sixth sixth week, we focus on yusod, our bonding with the people around us, our relationships. And on the seventh week, we finally focus on malchus. We focus on leadership. Are we good leaders to the people around us? Do we have strong leadership capabilities? Are we actually making a difference? But within every week, every single day, we focus on a subcategory. So the first night, we focus on chesed shebechesed. The next night, we spoke about gevorah shebechesed. Do we have a strand of discipline within our overarching aspect of love and kindness? And the purpose is that by the time we get to the seven complete weeks, we've become perfect human beings. But the irony is that in Gallup, no one's asking you to be perfect. Phew, because I'm so far from it. So this maimah that I'm going to be focusing on is a maimah usfartim lachem that the Rebbe said in 1951. It's one of the first maimahim that the Rebbe said after he became Rebbe. And the message is so powerful and so unique and such a unique perspective on the Omer that I think not only does it change my relationship with myself, but recognize that I'm not perfect, but there's a goal in mind. So how do we see this with the Omer? What was the Omer? So on the second night of Pesach, an Omer offering was brought. What was an Omer offering? An Omer offering was a barley offering. So they would take, they would cut barley, they would thresh it, they would turn it into flour, and they would put a part of it on the altar, 
And another half of it was basically turned into flour and they created matzot and the Kohanim ate these matzahs. And this was done on the first night of the Omer, which is the second night of Pesach, I mean, Macharas HaShabbos, the Omer at Sunofer, they would wave it. It was called the waving offering. And from then, 49 days, we count the Omer until we get to Shavuos. But it's very weird if you think about it, because the way we count the Omer is really strange, like we mentioned. We count the days, like tonight was the 15th day. So we say 15 days, which is two weeks and one day. Why do we need a mathematical equation? We can clearly discern that 15 days, we can do the mathematical equation ourselves. Two weeks, 14 days, is 15 days is two weeks and one day. Why do we need to specifically say it when we count the Omer? Additionally, why is the Omer given as Bali? Why is the offering a barley offering? There were two barley offerings given in the base Hamidash. The first is with the Isha Saita. The Isha Saita was the woman that went outside the boundaries of her marriage. So too, when we go out, when someone leaves their boundaries and goes after their animal instincts and essentially says, and even though this is, I know that this is what I'm doing is wrong, but I'm going out of my, but I'm going out of my limitations because just like animals, they see something, they want it. I have my, my animalistic drive is going. This is why the Isha Saita brings an animal offering, a barley offering. The second time we bring a barley offering is when we bring the Amer. Why? Because the entire purpose of the 49 days of essentially working on ourselves is to work on our animal soul. Every single person inside of us has two voices. I don't need to convince you this. I feel it within myself all the time. This week, I lost my luggage. The flight attendant was really tired on the plane. The flight attendant's like, oh, can I help you put my luggage on top? On the overhead, I'm like, thank you so much. Next minute, he comes and brings me a little luggage tag. And I'm like, no, 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 this is my carry-on. It's really important. It can't go underneath. There's a lot of really like delicate things in there. He's like, oh, no worries. It'll, it'll, you'll get it in JFK. I'm like, can you please get it back? He's like, I'll go try and get it back for you. He said, oh, no, it's under the plane. It gets JFK. It's not there. Past three days, I'm freaking out about this suitcase. And as much as my rational mind wants it to be like, Hannah, it's fine. It's just stuff. Stuff. Money comes, money goes, stuff's important, but you know, you can't control the situation. The emotions within me were not handling the situation very well, and I, all I could think about was this suitcase. And the truth is that every single one of us experiences this. We have our godly soul and, and our animal soul, and they're constantly arguing against, arguing amongst each other. But what's beautiful about Hasidus is that Hasidus never requires us to kill our animal soul. The opposite. Hasidus requires us to actually use our animal soul and get it on board. At Matan Torah, our godly soul was Isra Sadila Ela. Hashem was a, the antennas between the godly soul and the animal soul, the, the godly soul and Hashem. The Wi Fi connection was doing really well. And the godly soul was inspired. The 
animal soul was not yet ready. The Jews were on 49 levels of impurity. They were not ready to receive the Torah. There's a beautiful pasuk in Shira Shira where it says, where the Rebbe quotes, Mashcheni acharecha narotza. Shira Shira, which is the beautiful love song, love story, the allegory of two lovers written by Shlomo Amela. Mashcheni acharecha, pull me. Mashcheni, pull me. Acharecha narotza. And after you, we will run. And the question is asked, Mashcheni is singular. Pull me. Acharecha narotza. After you, we will run. Become plural. And there was something so powerful. Mashcheni, pull me. My nefesh kiss is pulled. But after 49 days of working on myself, when I get to Matan Torah, Acharecha, after you, Narutza, we will run. My Nefesh Bahamas will run as well. And you know why my Nefesh Bahamas will run as well? Because my Nefesh Lakis can only run because of my Nefesh Bahamas. My Nefesh Bahamas is powerful. My Nefesh Bahamas has excitement. It runs. My Nefesh Lakis doesn't run. My Nefesh Lakis is pulled. But once my Nefesh Bahamas has been worked on for 49 days and I've developed resilience and I know how to love myself and I love others and I have strong boundaries and I have strong leadership skills and I've worked through myself. Acharecha Hashem will be running to get the Torah. Acharecha Narutza. Which I think is beautiful. Now, the difficulty is that practically we live in a world where it's impossible to be perfect. I don't know about you, But if I try to work on myself too much, I'm just like, sometimes I give up. I'm like, this is me. I don't know if I'm going to fully, I I, like, how much can a person change already? I'm a late person. I really try to work on myself to be on time, but it's so hard for me. And sometimes I'm like, sometimes I want to give up. I'm like, I can put alarms I have to be at school at 9.30. For some reason, I will get, I will like, I'll be rushing every single morning. Why am I rushing every single morning? I'll get there. But every week, every morning, it's a stress. Like naturally, I'm so bad at being on time. And sometimes I think, oh, this is my natural character trait. Like, am I ever going to change? And the Rebbe says something really awesome. If you look within the Torah, there is an argument regarding Sferasa Aimer. Sferasa Aimer has two components to it, like we mentioned, counting the days and counting the weeks. There is an argument between the Taisvais, Bale Taisvais, who were essentially um, Roshainim, rabbis, living in Ashkenaz, living in France and Germany in the 1100s, and the Rambam, who was living in Spain, who was born in 1138 in Cordoba, Spain, who was one of the most famous Sephardi codifiers, most famous halachic codifiers, and they argue whether Sferis Aimer is a mitzvah in Galut, when we don't have a Beis HaMikdash, in the current state that we're in now, is it something that's Midoraisa or Midorabana? Midoraisa, Oraisa means the Torah. Is it something that is from Hashem? Or is it, 
Or is it merely nowadays Mitzvah Rabbana? Or is it only something from the rabbis? Because we don't have a base Hamikdash. So the Taisvay says, no. Nowadays, we only do it Mitzvah Rabbana. It is not something that is actually from the Torah. Even though there's a commandment in the Torah, you should count. Because the end of the Pasuk says, from the day that you brought the Omer offering, it means that there's a direct relationship and a direct connection between actually counting and bringing the, the offering. And because we can't bring the offering, the, the reason why we are counting the Omer today is only from the rabbis. It is not a commandment from the Torah itself in Galus. The Rambam says no. Counting the Omer is Midda It is from the Torah. Rather, when we say, rather, this concept of talking about the Omer Hatsunofa is the fact that it's written in the Torah like that. According to the Rambam, it's symbolic. The Rebbe brings the most brilliant third approach. This third approach is written by this rabbi named Rabbi Yerucham, who was also one of the Roshayinim. And he says something very interesting. He says the counting of the weeks, counting weeks is Medai Raisa, is from the Torah. In Galas, is Midrabana. We're only doing it because of the rabbis. It is no longer Midrabana. But counting days, days is in Galas, Midrabana. We have to do it from the Torah. Counting weeks, counting days. So the counting days we have to do now. But the counting weeks, we could, nowadays we do it only because the rabbi said it, but it's not an obligation from the Torah. What's the difference? And he brings really good quotes, really good backup. He says, because when it says weeks, when it talks about the Omer offering that they did in the Beis HaMikdash, it says, Shiva, Sheva, Shavuos. It speaks about the commandment of weeks. But there's another Pasuk in the Torah that says, Tispar Hamishim Yain, that we count 50 days. And that Pasuk doesn't mention the Omer offering. Therefore, counting the Omer in Galos is only Midairaisa from the Torah when we talk about days. How is this relevant to our lives? The Rebbe says something so powerful. What does it mean to count weeks? We all know that a week represents completion. How are we... I can't even imagine a world... Where, when I got to Shavuos, the expectation of me in Galus would be for me to have perfect boundaries, would have me to have a perfect love for myself and those around me and able to be triumphant and have all the spheres intact. The truth is in Galus, being perfect, we're not, the, the altar doesn't even command us to be perfect. It's something that it's so out of our reach. And if we had to think that we had to be perfect and have to have perfect mid-ice, maybe we'd give up. Maybe we think, I just can't do it. I'm not even going to try. Because if I need to have seven complete weeks and every one of my mid-ice have to be perfect, maybe I shouldn't even try. 
Maybe Hashem wants too much from me. Maybe I can't even do it. But we shouldn't think that. Why shouldn't we think that? Because Midai Raisa from the Torah, counting days, we can do in Galas. Yes, no one's expecting you to be perfect. You should try to work on yourself. But let's do it like days. Step by step, day by day, minute by minute. Yes, the past three days, I stressed about the suitcase. It's all I thought about. I'm not even exaggerating. The suitcase is all I thought about. It was like literally day and night. But today, today I'm a much better person than I was yesterday. Trust me. My mind is clearer. I can actually focus on like what I am doing. I, I've learned such incredible lessons from this experience that like it's all going to be okay. Today I'm a better person than I was yesterday. Am I perfect? Have I reached some level of completion? Far from it. But I know that Hashem is not commanding me to be perfect. So I shouldn't just opt out because it's too much for me. No. Day by day. Tispar chamishim yayim. Count 50 days. You can do it. If you're trying to reach a goal all the way till the end, if you're like, I'm for the next five years, I'm going to go to the gym every single day. The goal's too big. It's not a smart goal. It's not a goal that's going to be able to come through. If I think to myself, for the next week, I'm going to go to the gym. And then after that week passes, the next week, I'm going to go to the gym. I actually create goals in my life, goals that I'm able to actually complete day by day. Then by the end of this journey, will I be a conduit to receiving the Torah? As we go upon this journey of counting the Amr, let's recognize and realize that even though our Nefesh Bahamas needs so much work, our Nefesh Bahamas is powerful, we shouldn't take our Nefesh Bahamas and throw it in the garbage. Our animal soul allows us to run. Mashcheni, pull me, Hashem says. We tell Hashem. But after you, we will run and we will sprint because our Nefesh Bahamas is powerful. And Nefesh Bahamas is not going to change in one day. And if we make too strong commitments, we're never going to be changed, never going to actually change. But if we make incremental changes in our lives, day by day, hour by hour, and eventually, we will get to being the best versions. We're able to actually receive the Torah and be ambassadors of Hashem in this world and represent morality and goodness and kindness and be prepared to, to bring a lot of light in this world. Wishing you a beautiful Shabbos and a lot of luck in our journey of character development and working on ourselves. It's really hard, but we can do it. Good job, this.